This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Morning. Welcome to the Icon Minority Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Vin Staples, and I'm running all on my lonesy today. What what the fuck is a lonesy? I'm running alone today. Me, myself, and I. That's all I got. Anyway, whatever. I'm I'm, so, I'm just so hyper. I'm just so hyper because we missed last week, and I tweeted out that I was sick, and I was like, I'm gonna let them know, and I just thought y'all was gonna be like, okay, whatever, you suck or whatever. But just, the overwhelming support for me being sick was really amazing. I was like, man, I can't miss this week, and I was telling Lady Godiva we can't miss this week, and then lo and behold, I ended up getting Lady Godiva sick, which was which was not which is not funny, but funny because I was like, yo, I'm gonna end up getting her sick. Like I was jokingly gonna be like, yo. I'm going to live in a bubble just so I'm getting sick. And then I end up getting her sick. So, shout out to Lady Godiva. She couldn't be here tonight, but she wanted to let all you misfits know that she's here in spirit and she misses y'all and she will be back next week. Hopefully. Hopefully we don't alternate sick days because that'll be horrible. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to the Aka Minority Podcast. You can follow us on all social media networks. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Wherever else you consume social media, Black Planet, and make sure you use the hashtag the Aqua Minority and Aqua Minority Misfits so you can stay in and know about this episode, future episodes, and check out past conversations that have been talked about about this podcast. I'm about to say this fabulous podcast. This fabulous, we fucking, we fabulous. We fly. Anyway, yo, so the Hey Arnold movie finally came out, right? And I don't know about y'all, but this is this is this is something we all been waiting on because in the Hey Arnold movie, for, well, for, well, I forgot some of y'all young. For all you young listeners, Hey Arnold was a was a TV show in the late '90s, early 2000s that was centered around this boy with a football shaped head. Now, for as long as we known, Hey Arnold's parents were missing, right? They was missing, they was gone. Like it was never spoke of. It was spoke about sometimes, but it was never spoke about in grave detail. But all we know is Hey Arnold's was without his parents. He lived with his grandparents and they stayed, they, they ran a, they ran a bed, they bed, they ran a bed and breakfast. Only these people was like there all the time. So it wasn't even a bed and breakfast, but like it'll be different people. Basically they ran, they ran a, they ran a group home for adults. Basically, that's what it was. They had a group home for adults. So whatever. We all love this show. Like we love this show. So we never found out about the parents or, you know, we never discovered what happened to them. So fast forward to last week, Friday, Nickelodeon finally put out the movie, the Hey Arnold movie. They were teasing it for a while this year. They've been teasing it for about, they've been teasing it for the whole year. So they come out with the Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie. And when I say it answers all the questions, it answers all the questions. I won't spoil the movie for you because I want y'all to go check it out yourself. But they just say it is very, all you, God damn it. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, I wanted to watch it over. I, my rating for it was like 22 football heads. And a one golden heart. And trust me, you're going to, you're going to love you. You you wouldn't know what I'm talking about when you watch it. So make sure you watch that. Hey Arnold, 
the Jungle Movie. Shout out to Nickelodeon for finally putting it out. We don't need a TV show, though. We do not need a TV show after this because leave greatness. End it on greatness. Just end it on greatness because that was amazing. Speaking of MTV and Viacon, I said Viacon, v, MTV, you know, MTV, Nickelodeon, whatever. Yo, why you have you ever watched TV and seen somebody you know on there? But not like know as in like you're cool now. Not like not like all the not like the famous people we know or you know the famous people we know or whatever. But like a person where it's like, how the hell did you make it onto TV? Now this person I'm talking about, man, this person I'm talking about is a, a, a girl I lived next to when I was 15. We both 15, and she was a crazy like she was she was local yo shout out to, shout, shout out to the alchemistic spanish class we got spanish class it's packed to capacity so none of y'all can join but i appreciate everybody that's in it but anyway she was local right she used to like we live next door to each other right and it's like for a brief month for like two years we stayed in an apartment we stayed in an apartment while we was getting our house built so we had to stay so we stayed in an apartment because my mom was not gonna stay with her mom she was like fuck that so anyway we stayed in an apartment that was that we that we tried it for a week that was horrible it was you know you know how they say two kids can't live in one house boy that shit was in motion but anyway so we stayed in an apartment and it was this girl next door to us and her name was tomorrow right now i guess tomorrow had a crush on me well she said she did right so she used to always be like sitting, like you come out, I come outside to go outside and she'd be like sitting in, the, in like on like inside the build, like inside the building was like outside the building type thing where you'd be sitting on like the, the stairwell. She was like sitting on the stairwell, like, Hey, Javon, da, da, da. she was, she was annoying. Right. <sighs> so we get our house done and tell me why. We moved, we, we moved, third, I think the house is like, the house, that my, well, she's, my mom still stays in the house. The house has to be like 40 minutes from that apartment, right? 40 whole minutes. Not even in the same county. Not, not in the same vicinity of each other. Tell me why we moved, right? And she moves right next door. Her family moves right next door. I kid, I kid you not. I kid you not. We moved. And sure enough, I don't know how long before they they moved into, but sure enough, they moved into the house next door to ours. I was like, hey, this about a bitch. I was like, man, I was like, God damn. I didn't call her a bitch. Uh, you know, the situation ain't about a bitch, you know, because I'm calling it b I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't escape this woman. So she was like, oh, my God. She was just annoying as fuck. So anyway, flash forward, fast forward. I'm watching Catfish and Neve and Max, right? Shout out, shout out, to, shout out to Neve and Max. But Neve and Max are doing an episode where they get an email from a young man. I'm not going to put his name on blast, even though he put his name on blast on the episode. Actually, he put his name out there. Tyrese or some shit like that. Tyrese emails them and he's talking about he's been talking to this girl named Tomorrow. And I'm like, and, and Neve and Max is like, um, is her name really Tomorrow? Like, who name will be Tomorrow? And I'm thinking, they thinking that, right? And I'm thinking a totally different thing. I said, yo, I know a woman named Tomorrow. But no, they can't be Tomorrow, right? It can't be tomorrow. And then he showed, they showed the picture. I'm like, whoo. Okay, it's not tomorrow, right? Not, not, like, not like I would care. I don't know how it would. But I'm like, not like tomorrow. So, spoiler alert. They find out that the woman that's in the picture is not the girl. Because when on Catfish, out of the 30... Th man, Cat... Okay, Catfish is interesting. Because on Catfish, they'll go into the show like... Certain people have to know that these certain people are not interested in that certain person. Like, you have people on there, 
that I ain't trying I ain't trying to judge you for your looks, but man, some of y'all don't even comb your hair. Y'all talk, well, I know he's into me. Blah, 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 blah. Girl, you can't even dress yourself. Why would he be into you? Like they be it'd be like these these model looking dudes, like, oh I know he's into me, he say he loved me. Like they be wanting to believe this shit so bad that you be watching it like I hope. Like some of those, they be so hopeless, romantic. They be sending the people money. I'm like, man, they suck it. You a suck again, you a suck again, suck. You a suck again, late, and not in the way you would like. But anyway, so I'm watching it. You tell me, y'all know, y'all know what I'm saying, right? It was this. I remember it was this one where the dude, one of them was like in. I, I remember this one. Remember the Bow Wow one, and she like lived in Dallas, Georgia, and they went to Atlanta, and like. They had to go to Dallas, Georgia to go see her because she said she lived in Atlanta, but it turned out she lived in Dallas. Then you get there and it's not even a dude. It's not even Bow Wow. Well, you shouldn't know known it when Bow Wow, but still, that's, this just, this just says a person that lives in Georgia. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a short ride. So now you don't roll all the way out to the boondocks and then you get there and then you don't meet Bow Wow because duh, motherfucker. It's not, it's not Bow Wow. And then why would Bow Wow need you to send him money? I don't think, you know, we joke and we play about Bow Wow, but I'm pretty sure Bow Wow has enough money where he's not asking a person he done met online to send him money and you're dating Bow Wow. Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyway, they ain't got nothing to do with this conversation. But yeah, some of y'all just be stupid. Oh, but okay, okay. My favorite catfish, though, since we're on the subject of catfish. My favorite catfish is the dude that was being the Rosa of girl or whatever. He gets busted being her, right? So he's the cat, he's catfishing people. And the dude was very calm about it. He was like, man, I don't appreciate you doing that. I told you a whole bunch of my secrets, this, that, and the third. So he's like, he's pouring the heart, his heart out to the man. And then I think it was like the next episode, a couple episodes later, he gets catfished. And then the dude that was doing it, the, the dude, the dude that was being the roaster girl that got catfished ended up getting catfished himself. But the funny part about that is, he had the audacity to be mad that somebody was catfishing him because he found out that it wasn't the dude or what the dude wouldn't get really gay or some some weird shit. It was crazy. I don't know. I guess the dude was like lonely, searching for emotional connections, and he not connected with that dude. But that dude was lying to him about what he was doing. So they both. So he was getting catfished by a person that was catfishing, but he was catfishing before. So how can you be mad that somebody did something the exact same thing to you? To my some, how come you so heartless? But, but my favorite is this. He goes. I'm just going to lock myself in a room and never talk to people anymore because you can't trust people. Like you just, you, you one of them people that people can't trust. Like how, like I know you can have it, but, but like, dude, you, you wanted to fuck up. It's like you fucking tried to, you tried to play another dude. So it's like, you got play, you will play. You tried to play. Somebody got played in return. And now you talking about, now you getting hurt feelings about it. What was all those hurt feelings when you was lying to that? You was lying to that dude crazy that catfish is crazy but anyway okay the tomorrow the tomorrow thing so they go and they meet and they meet um they go to like alabama or something i'm like wait a minute this is too close to damn georgia this guy is, i'm like this is getting too suspicious this is getting suspicious as hell so they go and meet the girl and and the girl in the picture is the girl in the picture but but she was in on the catfish like her friend wanted to talk to the dude, the dude Tyrese, but Tyrese didn't want to talk to her because he quote unquote, man, that shit, which, which he was honest about. He said he don't like big girls. He said he don't like big girls and all this other shit. He already, he had already previously called the tomorrow ugly, right? So this has already been established. So she, I guess she figured she was going to coerce him into a relationship because when they meet in person, she goes, well, all my emotions for you are still the same, and your emotion for me is still the same. Only thing we 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 that's different is the profile picture. 
Like she tried to, he, he almost, and he didn't know what to say because she was like, well, give me a reason you don't like me. Cause you said you don't like big girls, but you was talking to me. And I'm like, I'm watching the whole thing. Like he don't like you. He thought she was the other girl then the girl that he perceived to be nice looking. Right. And I'm like, it's not, and it's nothing wrong with him being like, I have a preference. He didn't say it rudely. He just said, I'm not into you. Right. So she almost coerced him into like being like, well, I date you, I guess until, until Max steps in and he's like, well, no, he was, he, he was in love with you based on the perception that you were somebody else that you're not almost like, dude, like girl, you cannot try to make it seem like, cause he didn't want to date you. Cause you was this, that, and the third that is something wrong with him. It's something wrong with you for trying to trick him. That man don't want you. Like, he don't want you. He don't have to want you. Like, it's no crime for not wanting you. But what got me, what got me is that she looks exactly like tomorrow. Like, I swear. Like, she, she's the same complexion, same mannerisms. Because remember, I was talking about how she crazy. Same mannerisms. Like, it was almost a splitting image. I'm not really sure if not this is a woman. Because I don't want to put any of what I'm about to say on her. Because the tomorrow I know was a baby killer. Now this story, like that's the re- that's the real fucking story. Like I'm gonna say, uh, this this happened in like I think it was like tenth or eleventh grade. I forgot I forgot the grade. But one day we all get off the bus. Like well, she didn't get off the bus. I got off the bus or whatever, and it's the FBI, like the GBI, like the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Everybody, the cop, they got the whole block locked up. Like I could, I remember I couldn't even get into my, I couldn't even walk down the walk down the subdivision cul-de-sac to get into my own house. Like I had to just, we had to just stand there. Eventually, eventually I had to go to my friend's house because they would not let us on the, they would not let us in the cul-de-sac. Like people come home for work. We was, we was basically locked, stranded outside our own house. Like imagine seeing your own house right there. You can't even walk to it. That's how crazy it was. So come to find out, I'm just, this is, this is, this is the story. I don't, this is the story. Cause y'all, it's going to sound crazy. It's going to sound batshit crazy. And I don't know where not this, I know, I know for a fact the baby died and I know for a fact where they got the, what, you know, I know for those things, those things are clear, but I don't know how the baby was, was birthed. This, how the story goes. The story goes that tomorrow's using the bathroom or whatever. And I guess something popped out, not the baby though, but then it some somehow the baby somehow the baby the bathroom and placenta was in the bathroom and the placenta was in the closet because they found the placenta in the closet. The day we still to this day don't know how the baby was conceived. Like the notion is that she had the baby in the bathroom, but I'm pretty sure that that's a uh like you know like that's some I'm going I'm just going off movies because I've never seen a birth. Lady Godiva would have been great for this because she has witnessed two childbirths, so she would have been you know and she got two and she been there for two children. She got two children and she witnessed two childbirths that are not her own. So she would have been great for this conversation. But somehow in a way, the ba- she had the baby, right? She had the baby. Her and her mom went to a subdivision. I mean, went to an apartment. Went to apartments. It wasn't It wasn't apartments we stayed in, but it was the apartments behind our apartments. So remember, I talked about that 45-minute drive. So you went 45 minutes out of your way to go to the baby daddy's house. Now, the baby daddy, the baby daddy was in his 30s. Mind you, she 15. He in his 30s. So you fucking a 30-year-old. So they present him with the baby. He doesn't want to accept the baby or he doesn't want to accept that it's his. You know, this, that, and the third. So what happens is they end up throwing the baby in a dumpster. Now, 
I wish I could tell you this ends very well and they found the baby in time, whatever, but they didn't because mind you, the timeline for this is no telling how long that baby was in the dumpster because when they got, when we got, we got off of school, everybody got off school bus at three 30. We didn't hear about, you know, we didn't, we didn't, they didn't find the baby. till like nine in that night. And that shit bothers me to this day. Like if you don't want a child, it's fire departments. It's, it's, it's all this. It's, it's so many, it's so many. I, I remember it being, it's so many options. It's so many options that you can do. I mean, it's so many options that you can take to make sure this baby has a happy home. Throwing it in a dumpster is like the most worst human being thing you could ever do. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, that's what like, I was like, that can't be tomorrow on the TV. Cause there's no way in hell this woman is not in jail or something like that. Her mom, cause it's one thing if you're, you know, your mom is involved, you're involved, your mom, you know, your mom did something with her car. She went to go rent a rental car cause her car, she, her car, it was this, I will forever remember this day vividly in my head because those police cars, those squat cars, they questioning us. Like, I remember they were asking us, like, did you know tomorrow was pregnant? And I'm like, no. And then, then this one jackass neighbor tried to start a fucking rumor that it was my baby. And I'm like, first of all, I ain't never had, I ain't never, I ain't never touched this woman. I don't hang out with this woman. I ain't never no goddamn sexual relations with this woman. Like, I don't been. It was, it was, man, I remember that day for the rest of my life. Cause it was just, just, it was disturbing. And I would, that shit, I would, that's some dark, that's some dark shit. Like that's some dark shit you can't come back from. So I don't know where she at for right now. That's why I want to put that on that woman. Cause she looks like her and she acts like her and they've got the same name, but I don't, I don't know, man. Cause I, I refuse to believe that that person is walking these streets. I refuse to believe that a person like that is able to just be in society going about their day. Oh, and on the sh- and on the show, she um was like, oh, she was pregnant, then she got a uh, um she lost the baby or something, but she got an abortion and shit. So it's like, is I don't I don't I refuse I don't know. Man. It's a crazy. It's just it's just a crazy situation, and it, it was just forever be crazy to me. I don't I don't even got I don't I don't know. I hope I hope the justice system took care of her because I know I think I remember she was able to go to school. They actually let because they couldn't because remember they couldn't find it. They couldn't find the baby, my bad. Cause it, they couldn't find the baby. They actually, they actually, they didn't even find the baby at nine o'clock that night because we was able to go. We was able to go into our houses at nine o'clock that night. She was able to go to school the next day because they didn't, they didn't know what to make of it. Cause, cause like I was telling you, it sounds fucking crazy, right? It sounds like a crazy situation. So they didn't even know what to make of it. They didn't even know what to make of the whole situation. So they let her go to school the next day. And I don't, I don't know how she can get snuffed. I'm going to be real. If that rumor going around, I don't know how, I don't know how the fuck she made through that school day. But anyway, they picked her, that they found the baby during the school day. They caught, they got her mom, but then they came and got her from school. Cause I remember everybody on the school bus, nobody wanted to sit by her. And then the bus driver, for some apparent reason, felt like it was just the most oxym, you know, it was just the most dumbest thing for people to not want to sit by her. But it's like, you're, you're, you're fucked. Like, you're kind of fucked in the head, right? Like, I still, to this day, I'm like, you're mad at people because they didn't mind you. Nobody on the school bus did anything disrespectful to her. To her. They didn't try to fight her. They didn't try to do nothing. You know, that shit you expect for somebody that killed the baby. So, nobody tried to do anything disrespectful to her. But for the bus driver, be like, yo, I, you know, y'all gonna stop acting amateur. Try to call us amateur. This motherfucker killing babies. Like, that shit, man. I'm not, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I like to think that the justice system took care of them. 
I hope they're just not walking free. Because that's crazy. But anyway. Jesus Christ, man. On a, on a lighter note, I don't, I don't even know. Fuck. God damn. On a lighter note, man. We're going we gonna to try lighting this up. On a lighter note, the Grammy votes are out. Yeah. Blue, blue, blue. I wish I had some gunshots. Pop, pop. Yeah, the Grammy votes are now. This morning, the Grammys now the Grammys announced all the nominations for the 60th annual Grammys. The most notable is Jay Z has eight nominations, Kendrick Lamar has seven, and Bruno Mars has six. SZA has five. That is the most Grammy nominations this year in any by any artist. Those four. I think some other people have five, but we weren't by SZA right now. I think Charles Gambino has four. I'm just freestyling right now. The most notable, but the most notable to me is Cardi B. Cardi B has two nominations. She has best rap album and best rap, I mean, best rap song and best rap performance. Y'all can't tell me uh, Cardi B is not living the real, the new American dream. She went from being a stripper. No, wait. She went to working that she went from working at a grocery store to getting fired at the grocery store, taking her manager's advice to go work at the strip club and was able to turn the strip club into her real passion, which was, which was rap. And she been working at it because Cardi B, her like a lot of people see Bodak Yellow and they think that's where she started. She didn't start from that. She had that ran down on the bitch twice. She had but she had um forever that's saying so yeah but be for me i'm gonna be forever she had red bars you know so she had some songs and it started rocky like she 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 was able she was able to take the feedback and grow because her music didn't always sound like she knew what she was doing but gangsta bitch music volume two was great gangsta bitch music volume one was amazing as well so she took it and she grew with it because the girl can really rap like say what you want about cardi b her dictation or whatever she's she's good you can tell she's growing into being coming she's she's getting more comfortable being a rapper but she she can fucking rap but i'm gonna run through i'm gonna run through a couple of categories and i'm gonna talk about who i think should win i'm gonna go run through a couple categories oh also the snuffs the cardi cardi b cardi b didn't get snuffed. demi lovato got completely shut out the grammys demi lovato and Vin Staples got shut out completely of the Grammys. No nominations between the two of them. And they both collectively, I don't want to talk too much about the albums because you'll see why soon. And I'm so happy about it. And I'm pretty sure you can guess what I'm talking about. But I can't wait to talk about the albums. Vin Staples, Demi Lovato, and Tribe Called Quest albums all got snuffed. Q Q Tip didn't really take it that well. I haven't seen anything for Demi Lovato. Vin Staples seemed to not really care about it because he said, like I said in 2012, I don't give a fuck about a Grammy. Like he about he he treasures his, you know, Vin Staples more of that black love shit. He talk about treasure my BT award more than the Grammy. And I got you know I got a BT award and an eight, I got an eight grade I got a championship eight grade trophy when we beat Crenshaw High Crenshaw Southside some shit whatever 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 LA shit he was talking about man. I love Vince Stables. Vince Stables like, man, I don't give a fuck. But he should have been nominated. And I'm, I think I'm, I think what you need, I think I'm like five more songs away from being, not, from being able to get a Grammy vote. Cause you have to have six songs, six songs and um, six songs that are like recognized by the board or whatever. So then you get a, then you get to be on the board and vote for the Grammy. So you need six. I only got one. Cause you, you, which, which brings me to my fucking point. Kanye West, Gucci Mane. Travis Scott. Who else on that song? Yo Gotti. Designer, Young Thug. Everybody on that damn song. The Champion song. 
it didn't get nominated because Kanye West and them was not pushing it because Crew Winter never came fucking out. So I ain't getting my Grammy this year, which makes me mad because I really thought I was going to get a Grammy. Like, remember we was talking about on podcast because I'm quoted, pray for me, I'm about to hit the yay button. You know, it's my quote, you know, it's my catch. What? No, I'm so, I'm mad about that. I was going to, it's probably good because I'm going to do some really ignorant shit with a Grammy. I'd have been drinking out of it. I'd have been, oh, I definitely been eating cereal. I'd have been doing all kind of regular shit in it. I'd have been doing everything you don't supposed to do with a Grammy. They would have took that shit back. But yeah, you know, we're, I'm credited on that song. So it's nice to have that song credited, but that's like my only chance of getting a rap Grammy because I guess I got to rap. If I, if I want, if I want another one, if I want one, I got to rap now. Or maybe I can just put out R&B song and get a Grammy that way. Cause I'm definitely not getting a rap. I can't, I, I don't, I think I'd be, I, I don't think I have the attention span enough to be a rapper because I don't give a fuck about that much of the, about the, anyway, whatever. But yeah, that was like, that was like a good chance to get it. Cause it was like a nice, like that's an underrated song. Champions is a nice underrated song. You got, you got Gucci man. You got, you got Gucci man giving two verses. You got Kanye West. You got designer. You got Travis Scott. You got Yo Gotti. You got everybody on there. So it was lined up big Sean. So you got a, so you got a, a, a smash lineup right there. But then they put the song out and then nobody ever like promoted it or even made a mention of it. Kanye West disappears from, from social media altogether. Cool, cool winter never comes about. So that's my chance at a Grammy. This year, but I'm gonna get more shots because if Lady Godiva win the Grammy, we all win a goddamn Grammy. I'm getting my motherfucking Grammy. I'm getting my Grammy. Mark my motherfucking words. But yeah, pray for me. I'm about to hit the A button. I'm just saying. that 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 was pretty cool to hear him quote me because that's what that's what we have that we say all the time in the office and it's like something he knows about because we're like pray for me when I'm when I'm, about, when I'm getting crazy. I'm like man, I'm like I'm about to hit the A button. <laughs> like just pray for me. It's it's like a like a I'm a post I'm a post the poster. On um, <laughs> I'm gonna post the poster on on our Aka Minority Instagram because this we say this shit so we say this shit so much. I said it to him one time. I said it to him. I said it to him all the time. But anyway, okay, we're gonna start top record of the year. Record of the year nominees is Redbone by Charles Gambino, Despacito. That means slowly does it for you for you none. Spanish-speaking people. Shout out to the spout to the awkward minority, awkward misfits that's in our Spanish club. We rolling really deep on them. We're gonna go, we're gonna take a class trip to Mexico one day. But yeah, that's by Daddy Yankee. You got the story of OJ by Jay-Z. You got Humble by Kendrick Lamar. You got 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Um, who should win? Record of the year? It should be Redbone. Who's going to win? It's probably Despacito, Despacito, because more people, I think more people, I think actually Redbone's going to win. Fuck that. We're not putting it in the air because I wake up feeling like you won't play right. You see, I used to know, but now that shit don't feel right. You made me put away my pride. So long, you made a nigga wait for so, so long. When you do it like that, you make it hard to go on. So, man, it's just, it's just, it's just a song. Because Shot Again Bino came with it, that album. But so I think, I think it's gonna win. I hope it wins. Despacito, I wouldn't be mad at Despacito. I can understand Despacito. But if you notice, it's a group of, it's just, that's shit, that's just a group of minorities, cause you can count Justin Bieber, but Daddy Yank, Justin Bieber wanna be a black dude so bad anyway. <laughs> Shout out to the show Atlanta, Black Beef, the Beef effect, but anyway. 
So yeah, so that's black, that's a bunch of black that's a bunch of black people anyway. So either either way go, I'll be happy. Daddy Yankee's cool. OJ. I want a story of OJ to win just on some petty shit. Because imagine him accepting an award of the of story of OJ is a diss song against OJ Simpson. So just imagine him winning an award about a diss record to OJ Simpson. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Well, okay. Yo, he do drop some he do drop some gems in there. We goes don't die over the neighborhood that your mama renting. Because that is true. Y'all be talking about y'all set y'all in and all this other shit. We're going to talk about this one thing I seen on Vice. We're going to talk about it next week. Well, this dude want to be down. This dude 27 and want to be down in the game. I'm done. I'm done. Like, is it a little age limit? Like, bruh. Like, first of all, you should be in the game. But isn't that some shit you join when you, like, young? You shouldn't join it at all. But who the fuck says, I'm 27. I am a nice upstanding citizen i have a studio in my house it is state of the art you know what i'm gonna do for some street cred i'm gonna get my ass whooped by gang members and join a gang man we, we gonna get i'm up bruh okay now album of the year is a tricky one actually it's not tricky because awaken my love by Childish gambino 444 by jay-z damn by kendrick lamar melodrama melodrama by lord then you have 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Now, I think Charles Gambino should win because I know that you're the one that's terrified. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do I'm not in the mood to be screaming. I know that you're the one. There's a bottle in the top for a moment. I'm going to eat you alive. Please don't find me rude. But I don't. That's a good. That's a good ass album. Like people knew Childish Gambino couldn't deliver like that. If you are a Childish Gambino fan, but a lot of people woke up to that album because remember I was talking about the podcast before how it had a slow start. Like us people that love soul funk funkadelic music, we was on it. We was like, oh shit, Childish Gambino's killing it from wait from the from the first the night me you and your mom. So it's like we was on it. But then when people, when Breadbone start, when Redbone start picking up, people start picking up the album and you're hearing Terrified, you're hearing Baby Boy, you're hearing California, you're hearing all these, the night me and your mama, oh my, oh my. So you're hearing all this shit and people are blown away by the production. So I think Charles Gambino should take it home, but I wouldn't, but, but keep in mind, it's only two albums in this shit we're talking about right now. Childish Gambino, and this is this is gonna sound blasphemous to people that don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Childish Gambino, it's up it's up between Childish Gambino and Lord, because Damn and Four 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 cancel each other out because there's they're they're both they're both bar for bar. They're both bar for bar. It's not a skippable song. I guess you can say fear, fear, I'm not gonna say Fear is a skippable song, but I can understand if you don't listen to it a lot because it's kind of like. Hey, when your mama take the truck, like it's a, it's a good, it's a good song, but it still gets, it still, it still gets, you know, it's still, it's still a good song, but they still cancel each other out by how greatness they is. Now, if we're, we're talking again, we're talking about the committee. We're talking about the committee. The committee doesn't consist of a lot of people like me yet. Cause I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get everybody on. Everybody get fucked up. But the committee consists of a lot of older people. So I'm thinking, and, and they wouldn't be wrong in picking Lord because if they pick Lord, Melodrama is a great album. I can't wait. I can't wait to get a deep dive into it for y'all. I don't want to talk about it now because I got it. We, if y'all haven't guessed, we got deep, we got deep dives coming for albums. 
just you just I'm pretty sure y'all put it together at the end of the year and shit like that. So I'm pretty sure y'all put it together. It's no it's no hat in the bag. It's no cat. I'm pulling no cats out of the bag. I'm not telling no I'm not telling no secrets. So but Melodrama is an amazing album, my lord. Like that's an amazing album. If you haven't checked it out, you should listen to it. Because if she wins, I do not want to see people tripping. Because people are gonna trip regardless, but I do not want to hear, oh, you know why they picked her? No, they picked her because her fucking album is amazing. So that's so it should be no controversy there. Now Speaking of controversy, this is where my controversy is going to come. Because for best metal performance, you got Black Hoodie, Body Count. Now, if you don't know nothing about the group Body Count, Body Count is the group, the rock, the metal rock band from Ice Fucking T. And that song is so aggressive. It's so aggressive. The motherfucking cops want to kill me because I'm wearing a hoodie. Like... Ice T gets in his bag on that song. It's it's nice, heavy, aggression. Like at at its purest form, rap and metal would be the perfect harmony if people would just give the other a chance. Cause I say that all the time, like when you talk about the Eagles, the Eagles got one of these nights, one of these crazy long nights. You're gonna find out pretty woman who turns you on tonight. Like the fucking, the full moon is calling. It's like the Eagles at its purest form is R&B to some rock. They just learn how to play rock music. They just play the instruments in country. You know, because four men does country. Oh, easy. Well, I was running down the road, got loose in the lung, got several women on my mind. Okay, we're not going to go into Eagles rank. Y'all know this is my favorite, y'all know this is one of my favorite bands. But listen to one of these nights. Listen to that song. Or I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why it's a fucking R.B. song and you can't convince me otherwise. I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why. Oh, baby, like every time I try to walk away, something brings me back around to say, and say, I can't tell you why. But anyway, so y'all should check that. Man. Check out, check out. I can't, I can't tell you why, man. You're going to swear to God. You can be like, yo, it's already sad that that's like the only, no, I'm not going to get to it. But yeah, the rock, rock band, Eagles, Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles, man. Y'all remember we told it? No, this, go, go listen to podcast episode. Three more songs. We t- I tell the greatest Eagles story to ever exist in the history of life. Man, I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, Body Count, Body Count Sharin for best metal performance because Black Hoodie is amazing. Then for the rock category, for the rock album of the year, you should get a deep, a deeper understand, a deeper understanding by the war on drugs should win. For best. For, I guess it's best contemporary. I guess it's best um, alternative rock or some shit like that. Best alternative rock or whatever. Best alternative rock. I just call it rock. LCD shit, sound system should win because their album is amazing. It gives you this most beautiful vibes. But you know what I'm talking about when I'm going to talk about it. Win. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all gonna be like, what the? F-? Some of y'all are like, what the fuck is he talking about? But you gonna understand one, one, one of these days before the year ends. Anyway. Then we go to best contemporary album, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't know what the fuck to think of this because you got six. You got Free Black by Black. You got Awaken My Love by Childs Gambino. You got Control by SZA. You got Starboy by The Weeknd. You got American Team 
by Kaleen, 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 Kaleen. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say Starboy by Weekend, hell no. American Team by Colleen, hell no. And it's not because they're suck. It's not because they suck, but they ain't fucking with sick. They ain't fucking with Black. And they ain't fucking with SZA. And they ain't fucking with Charles Gambino. Now, this is, this is, this is the thing. And I don't want to talk too much because I almost said too much just then. And I'm going to shut the fuck up. But I'm just going to say, Awaken My Love was the best album of last year, right? Control, damn near, bar, track for track? M- might be better. Might be better. But there's something like I what, what I do when it comes to song track albums that are amazing, I go, which one would I skip a song first? I think Charlie Gambino has one song I would skip. And I can't even remember the name. I just skip it every time. It's it's not bad, but it's not, it's not, ugh. It's I don't skip I don't skip any uncontrolled. So just because I won't skip any uncontrolled is the reason I would say Scissor should win, but I, but I wouldn't be mad at Charles Gambino because they're both, they're both like, it's a neck and neck race. It's, it's Usain Bolt racing Usain Bolt. Like, I'll be happy with other way it goes. Cause all I got is these broken clocks. I ain't got no charges burning daylight. Still love, still love. Nothing but love for you. Nothing but loving and gon' sleep and see past 9 a.m. My favorite part of the broken clocks is when she goes, You gon' make me laser work again. Ooh, I. You like 9 to 5 on the weekend. No, no. Yo, okay, but on a side note, we, um, us, Sancorn, we have a new creative series we coming out with it's called creativity owns the night it's going to be a creative it's going to be a creative experience presented by sancorn our first creative offering is a film by one and only co-host lady godiva she shot a film with our magnificent supermodel of a friend trish williams i call her pat but her name is patricia patricia williams we coming out with a video it's going to be the video the the film it's like a short film it's coming as a visual short film it's coming out friday on our youtube which is youtube.com backslash more sancorn s sancorn spell s-a-n-q-u-o-n i want y'all to check that out it got an amazing soundtrack to it that's all i'm saying you can probably you <laughs> I belong to nobody, hope it don't bother you and just combine my business. I belong to nobody, try not to disrupt my, my business. Too much for me, too much for me. But anyway, we got a trailer. I'm definitely going to drop the trailer on the Instagram of the Aka Minority. It's already on the Sancorn Instagram too, so you can check that out right now. But we have a trailer. We have new, actually we have new the Aka Minority merch. We have that out too. So make sure you go to the com, click on merch, and then you get all the new merch. It just came out. We had a sale on Black Friday and a sale on Cyber Monday. So I don't know what the hell you was, or hopefully you was able to get you some pieces, but still, it's pretty cheap. I kept, we kept it at a low price point just because we love you, Miss Face. We want to make sure y'all rocking it. So go out there and get you some, get you some stuff. But yeah, okay, back to the, back to these albums. Okay, so next is, Best rap performance. You got Bounce Back, Big Sean. You got Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. You got Humble, Kendrick Lamar. You got Bad and Bougie, Migos. Now, this is going to start a fight in the black family. <laughs> Between Cardi B and Offset, jokingly. 
Do like a little better bougie. Do like a little better bougie. Even though, but anyway, so if we're going, if I'm going purely off the impact of the records, I like Humble out of all of them. Not actually like I like I like Bodak Yellow out of all of them. To be really real, even this is me being no bias because my bias would say Georgia Holmes. I haven't get I haven't actually I haven't gave Georgia anything besides album of the year, record of the year. Even I said best contemporary album supposed to be Scissor Control and best rap performance is Bodak Yellow because Bodak Yellow had a Bodak Yellow's reach was bigger than all these records. Like if if because we're to my best performance, we're not to my best song because even because all these songs are on some. Poppy shit. Cause humble, sit down. Hold on, then he thinking that he's fucking known. Damn man, get the fuck off my stage. I'm the same man. Get the fuck off my dick. That ain't right. I'll make a play fucking up your whole life. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the, of the Photoshop. So me something natural like Afro on Richard Pryor. You know, so, so you got stuff like that. So you're not really. Saying, oh, boy, that yellow is better than like miracle, lyrical, spiritual shit. You know, the, the miracle, you know, why, why every time we say something about lyrical rappers, we do that? Like, even those people, like, I like lyr- lyrical rap, but we all say lyrical, we call it lyrical miracle. I don't know. But anyway, so I think, I hope, I hope, boy, that yellow takes that one, that one home. Bounce back. It really didn't have that reach as all the other ones, which is a good record shot. The hit maker, Young Bird, he produced that one, but it didn't have the same reach as those. Y'all, did y'all know the, dr- the dream? I wish the dream was nominated for. Album. Let me put an album out this year. Dream, put an album out. Music Soul Child had put an album out this year. I didn't know about it. I'm gonna go listen to it. It's, it's not. It's nominated for a Grammy. It's like traditional R&B, whatever. Now, for rap album of the year, we have to give a shout out to Rhapsody. I feel your energy. Hey, it's coming to you. She said the pony. Yo, I fucks with her. Which is which is. So I think I. I don't think they would nominate her not to let her win. Oh, best new, best new artist is like um, Alisa Cara or whatever. But I think it's like Alisa Cara, Calais, Calais, whatever. What if it, I'm, I'm not fucking your name on purpose, young man? But um, that dude. But I think I think that um, Sister's to win. Sister's the best out of all those. But yeah, so rap album you have four 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 Jay Z. You have Damn by Kendrick Lamar. You have con- you have Culture by the Migos. You have Love. Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody, and you have Flower Boy by Tyler Creator. I want Rhapsody to take this home. I'm gonna explain it another date. I'm gonna truck. Rhapsody made one of the best albums of the year. We're gonna go hats out the bag. Hats out the bag. Rhapsody made one of the best albums of the year. Best albums. That's one of the best rap albums of the year. It it bodies motherfuckers. It bodies everybody. So I hope she take. I, for the love of God, I hope she takes some. What if the Migos win? That'd be the most. I would. I would be proud and screaming to the Raptors. Yo, A-T-L-A-N-T-A-G-A. That's what I stay March. You know, Tash Choi. But anyway, but I. But still, I'll be scratching my head. I was actually surprised that that was nominated because Tribe because. One thing the Grammys do get wrong most of the time is that they don't really have the full interpretation of certain genres of music. So I was expecting, I wasn't expecting them to be nominated. So for them to be nominated is a fascinating, is a fascinating thing. But I would not have been mad if they wasn't nominated because they were nominated for Bad and Bougie. So I guess culture went along with it. But I would not, I would not have been mad to see Vince Staples right there or a Tribe Called Quest. Or, you know, anybody that put out an album between December and September. 
So it's very interesting to see it. And I'm pre, I, I feel like them being right there moves the culture forward. It shows that it's a lot of people on the voting committee, whether or not people want to give it to, give it to them or not, that are actually taking scribes to learn about the songs because that opens the door for future to be nominated. Like March Madness should have won a Grammy. March Madness should have won. That's some March Madness is one of the greatest songs of all time. Like, like I'm playing for the Maverick. I don't fuck the group, even though it's the average. Dirty spider up in my cool. Fucking police can't touch me. Fucking pol- like whatever. Regardless how you feel about future, that's a great song. Like that's a great song. Uh, on. I'm not talking about rap song. I'm talking about a great because future is a future is a musician. Like he's a like he's a creator of great music. I don't listen to his music like yo. I'm trying to hear some lyrics. He can get them bars off. No, remember he was dissing Meek, and he said. <laughs> You just a battle rapper. I'm just a real trapper. Like that was it. <laughs> so I'm not looking the future to get the bars off. I'm looking for future to be melodic with auto tune. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Not like T Pain because nobody gonna touch Teddy Pendergrass down as in the Teddy Pendergrass. But I'm just looking for him to be enough lyrical where I mean no enough I'm looking for it to be harmonized. That's all I'm looking for a future. I don't need none of that else. I don't need that I don't need the don't need to rhyme. I don't need to do none of that. Just give me some of that. Like I'm playing large madness. I don't fuck the groove even. Make another song with Rihanna. <clears throat> I don't wanna give you the wrong impression. I need love and affection. And I hope I'm not sounding too desperate. I need love and affection. But Rihanna came in that bit. Man, Rihanna came in that. Th- Rihanna started the show. Don't slip. Don't slip. Cause a nigga night push up on it. I'm talking about this. own it. Why Photoshop when you own this? I, I was like, look at Rihanna. That's a good song. I like that song. But yeah, so those are some of the nominations. I didn't want to run through them all because we'd have been here for like an hour talking about that. And I'm pretty sure y'all don't want to hear me talk about music for an hour because I can talk about music. I love music that much. But those are some, there's just some of the categories. Like you got the country music. I, I love, I love country music. You got to, I don't really, I'm not gonna lie, I don't listen to jazz. I don't listen to, cla- I listen to classical music a little bit. But, whew, that's, this, the Grammy's gonna be good this year. We definitely, we definitely live tweeting. So mark it down. I think Grammys is like January the 22nd. Mark that down because we are definitely, definitely going to be live tweeting the Grammy. Okay, so. Speaking, of, I mean, I should have put this in the beginning of the podcast when I was talking about the the, the early two thousands or whatever. But we got some rap beef, man, and it's not the rap type of beef you thought we would be getting. It's not no young. I don't know about the young people beef. With yo, yo, shout out to, shout out to everybody that like, oh, you like people's like, oh, you like Lil Pump. I was like, yeah, he's pretty cool. You know, he's pretty. He's like a cool person. It's like fuck you. No, I'm just like that's like it's like that's cool. It's like somebody hit me with that. It's nice to see old people appreciate young people. I was like, yo, don't try me like that, motherfucker. I ain't, I ain't old. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't as young as Lil Pump, but I ain't old motherfucker. But anyway, that, that people be killing me with that. Like, if you over, if you over 22, you older than Like, what the, like, damn, nigga, what the fuck I do to you? But anyway, <laughs> so y'all get your, get your Jabos out, get your tall, get your tall white tees, get your F Force Ones, get your little bandana, get your, you know, get your dookie chain, get whatever you want, man, because we got some beef. We got some rap beef. Some early. We got some Mason Cameron beef. Now, for you young whippersnappers, because some of y'all are young as hell. Yo, it's like it'd be like 15 year olds listening to this podcast. That's crazy. Like I'll be looking at the I'll be looking at the charts. 
By the way, a lot of you. Shout out to everybody overseas. Shout out to everybody. First, first, okay, shout out to everybody worldwide. America, Canada, Japan, the Netherlands, Ireland, fucking United Kingdom, Thailand, Philippines. Shout out to everybody. Africa. Shout out to everybody that listens to the Aka Minority. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, from me, from me and Lady Godiva, we really appreciate y'all. Because when I look at those charts and I see how many people listen and I see from where you're listening from, I'm I'm just flabbergasted. Like I'm always taking a I'm always taking aback from this. I I don't know we go we gotta do something for y'all just to show our appreciation for it. Like that's why like I always try to give 110 percent because I know that y'all don't have to even listen. Y'all don't y'all don't gotta get y'all don't have a fuck y'all don't have a fuck to give it. Y'all don't have a fuck to give every week. Like y'all but y'all still come back. And I appreciate that because Jesus Christ, it's a lot of y'all. Like people, like especially, especially Houston. I don't know, I don't know what's going on in Houston. I, I guess Houston is full of the real people because y'all show the hell out. Like y'all are always, y'all are always top, y'all are always top three. Y'all are always top three, no matter what day it is. It's always Houston. So shout out to Houston. Shout out to Beyonce. I don't think Beyonce. Beyonce listens. Beyonce might listen to this podcast. Jay Z, what's up, man? Jigga, what's my motherfucking name? Jigga, and who I'm rolling with? My niggas. Y'all should go check out the interview I did with Beyonce a while ago. Go check it out. Fuck that. Plug, plug! Anyway. Cameron and Mace are beefing again. Now, for you whippersnappers, you whippersnappers. Look, I'm acting like an old dude. I just said this sentence like three minutes ago that I went on that rant. Okay, for you whippersnappers or whatever. Cam and Mace grew up together in Harlem. They was part of the, the, corn, the children of the corn group or whatever. Like, Mace is responsible for getting Cam his first deal. Cam said this. You know, Cam confirmed that. So, the, the beef lies from some Harlem shit that I don't know about because I'm not from Harlem. So, hopefully, you, some of you Harlem people can help us out. But it, it derives from some Harlem shit. And it also comes from the fact that when Mace, who's featured on Horse and Carriage, Mace wanted Cameron to pay him $40,000 to be in the Horse and Carriage video. <laughs> so he taxing this man. He taxing this man. And I guess, I guess, as he, I guess, as he, sh- it depends. Depending on who's paying for your budget for your video, I don't know whether or not he's doing it in a disrespectful way. Because, especially in the early 2000s, early, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, the record label was paying close upward of like five record labels was paying like five million dollars for videos like a million five million like especially you like hype william videos they were pricey as fuck like i think somebody did like a a betty boom video recently and people was like why the fuck are you working with betty boom and it wasn't because betty boom's not talented it's because i'm pretty sure betty boom's personal budget on top of the production budget is expensive in 2017 where you can get where you can shoot a video where you could just go buy a camera and shoot a video and get that for for like under for under a thousand dollars. Should we shot the whole we? Yeah, so it's pretty. So it could be. So it could be. So it could be done. So that's why. Like, so that's why I'm like. I'm not pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure or not. It was May. Mace was like, "Yo, I'm I'm t- I'm hitting you for forty, right?" So anyway, so they've been beefing ever since. Cam done this Mace on a lot of things, but for but in particular, Cam this Mace on the program. Well, it was like, yo. In the intro, like he didn't take, he didn't take like thirty seconds for the man to get this. He was like, "Yo, Mace called me up, like get me out of this situation or some shit, some about I give you some." Like it was, it was. He he's still mad about this beef. They've been beefing for forever. 
Beef with me, I'ma be forever. Ran down on a bitch twice. Anyway. So, lo and behold, I guess Mason had his his limit. He done, you know, he done had his limit. He tired, he tired of, he tired of him about kill. He tired of killer can talking that shit. So he goes and he releases the Oracle. And I'm gonna say this. Miss Ho Killer, Miss Neat, Miss Neat. We cool, but you might need to turn your ear. You're gonna need to turn away. Yeah, I know you're gonna need to turn away because I don't want you to, I don't want you to, I want you to sniff me with the, with, I don't need you to stab me with the shiv when you hear this. Boy, Mace was at Cam Net. Mace was at Cam Net like nobody's business, man. It start like the beat, mind you, the beat is, is in itself is a strategy because he used the Jay Z Blueprint 2 beat. The oh, da, 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 you know that Jay Z, this Jay Z, that people mad because Jay Z, Jay Z won't hold my hand, Jay Z won't hold my hand no more, you know. I'm back, you know, it's that shit where he basically, where he basically concedes the Nas because Nas fucking killed him with Ether, but anyway, he uses that to end the beat as his beat. Now, if y'all don't remember. Jay Z always had problems with Cam. They done bitched up. They done beefed a lot. Cam done got clean. If if you want it, if you want, if you really want to get deeper into it, I think that's the only beef like Cam actually lost. I, you know, he probably. I think he lost. He, that's one of the biggest ones. I'm gonna say the biggest ones he lost because I don't think he, Cam didn't don't do that much losing and beef because Cam without Cam can rap. So the beef. So he don't do that much losing in beefs. So when you hear this, you know. So when you hear that. You're like, damn, he's alluding to that beef. You know, Jay-Z hit him with that. I got a honey bun. Millions, nigga. I got couple honey dumb. But no, I got a honey bun. No, not a chick. I got a honey bun. Millions, nigga. I got couple honey dumb. Prob 99 problems prick. Don't become the honey's one. Unless you got a honey lies murdering a honey. Uh, we don't resort to violence. We on resorts and islands with linen shorts and shades because he thought we was lying. We don't resort to violence. We are resorts and islands. We're linen shorts and we're linen shorts and shades. Cause he thought we was lying. Lying down. Louis slippers. Polo tie. Linen shorts so my balls don't get high. Ha ha. Nah, balls a lot. He said I balls a lot. Nah, I owns the team. Young Jeezy. Rock Nation, we owns the team. We owns the scene. What? Well, oh no, my bad. Ricky Ross, Young Jeezy, we owns the scene. Stop playing with me, lanes. Y'all not my equal. It ain't no coincidence that my age is a kilo. With me, that I'm brought up. With me, that I'm all up. Me, means I use her. G4 like an auto. I'm a walking memorial. I'm legendary for whipping that, whipping that raw So, nigga, just let the cars go. Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. Hustling, hustling. Every day I'm slipping slide. Wanna brother nigga. Rockefeller. Oh my god. Hustling, 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 hustling. Oh my god. Hustling, hustling. Uh. Every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm whole love. Who you niggas think you talking to? I'm the fucking boss. Why don't white G4 haters get lost? I'm in the air. I can't hear niggas corny raps. That nigga hove is back. That nigga hove is back. Bruh. Jay-Z. Jay-Z come with that. Come with that. It's, it's, I want to, I want to call it lazy flow. When you just think he's just rapping, but then when you listen to it, like, like on Soul Paul, where he goes, 
I'm so appalled. I might just buy them all just to show niggas how much more I have in store. Just I might buy them all just to show niggas how much more I have in store. I'm fresher than you all, so I don't have to pause. All of y'all can suck my balls through my draws. <laughs> but anyway, so that's acknowledging the beef that Cameron got beat by Jay-Z because Cameron, you did. I remember that shit in high school. That shit was crazy. So Maze gets on there and he doesn't do the stereotypical thing that rappers do, like, oh, you know, you this, you that, and third. He just starts spitting facts. Like this first one ain't a fact. This first one was funny because I personally wear pink too. I don't wear I don't wear as much pink as Cameron. Yo, Cameron, yeah, Cameron had the whole uh, man. I'm from Georgia, so you know we was on some outcast goodie mob shit, right? Cameron dropped that diplomatic. They dropped that, you know Cameron was rocking that pink at the you know the fashion week in like 2002, Bruh, We went to the mall because you know when you young you go to the mall. Every New York motherfucker had on pink from head to toe. Because of Cameron. Everybody was wearing pink. They were wearing pink Panther shirts. You know, because you used to get the spray paint shirts. They had the pink Panther shirt spray painted. Them motherfuckers, boy. Cameron made them. Cameron made them. Cameron had them all in pink, boy. Foot Locker was selling pink tees, boy. They, you can tell. You can. That was like. That's when you knew who you could tell who were from. Um, yo, y'all should go listen to Charlemagne's song in my pink tee. Yes, that's Charlemagne that made that song. He said it was a joke. It supposed to be a parody of White Tea, which is, you know, with, uh, uh, or it was a parody of Black Tea by Gucci. Whatever it was, that sh- <laughs> in my peak tea. I staying in my peak tea. Something, but he rap, he rapped it from the point of view of a gay dude, I think. Yeah. So I don't, it was, he says a parody. I don't know. If y'all didn't know, that's Charlemagne on that song, In My Pink Tea. A lot of people, I think maybe, maybe that's just a Southern thing that we knew about. I didn't know, see, at the time, I didn't know who the hell that was. I was just like that. I was like, oh, okay. Because I don't care. I don't, I, I, didn't, I was like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm going to listen to White Tea, Black Tea, or whatever. I don't really whatever. You know, it was just a funny song. It was just a funny song because it was, it, listen to the song. But anyway, so that's Charlemagne, if y'all didn't know. I didn't know at the time because I don't know, we didn't know who the hell Charlemagne was. We just, you know, but that's Charlemagne in that song. <laughs> anyway, so Mace goes, pussy wearing pink. I guess he think he matching. <laughs> Dead. Killing me out the box. Cause he, cause you, you know how Mace raps. Cause we were talking about Jay Z with the lazy flow. Mace flow is a little, is, is, Mace flow is damn, Mace, you'll, you'll swear Mace is slow. No disrespect to slow people. But you'll swear Mace, you'll swear Mace is slow. Cause he raps just how I rap it. Pussy wearing pink. Guess he think he matching. Like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Motherfucker, you know. So you call you call this. So you call this man pussy. You saying you wearing you pink. You wearing you pink because you pussy, man. And this is coming from a person that wear pink. So I'm like, whoa. <laughs> pussy wearing pink. I guess he think he matching. But anyway, then he goes on. What was all that Rico shit when you left Jim and Rucker Park? Matter of fact, I'm a tr- I'm a tr- I'm a true life change. But let's go back to that smack in the true life chain again for you young whippersnappers or you people that just don't know. A video in 2006 came out of J- a Jim a Jim Jones in Rucker Park running out of Rucker Park because Lil C's Junior Mafia was about to jump him. 
Cameron was nowhere to be found. I think Cameron, I, I don't know what Cameron did. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put no speculation on it. I don't know what the fuck Cameron was. I guess Cameron was involved at the time. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Cameron went from there to not there in the video. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want I just know Jim Jones in the video. Jim Jones rightfully ran because if 30,000 niggas about to jump you, your, your best bet is to run. So he ran. Whatever. You know, smart move. You, you know, you gotta, yeah, you yeah, live fighting that day. Even me, even me, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Thirty people about jump me. I'm trying to get the hell out of there, out of there, because I can't beat up. I can't beat up thirty people. So he he made the smart move. So he so he basically was like, what was all that Rico shit with Jim? With Jim when you left? Oh shit! I guess he did leave Jim and Ruck apart. My dumbass can't comprehend. He said, so where was all that Rico shit when you left Jim and Ruck apart? So Jim, so Karen was there, I guess. But yeah, if y'all remember Rico, Rico from Paid in Full, Rico was always the wild head. He was all the wild. Remember, he clapped that dude in traffic. He made that one dude walk down the street naked. He took all his clothes, all this other shit. So he was like, what was all that Rico shit when you left Jim and Ruck apart? Like, oh, so you baddie bad. Even though he's talking about the movies still. Then, matter of fact, I'm on a true life chain. But let's get back to that smack in a true life chain. True Life was a bad motherfucker. He get you know he done he done changed his ways. Shout out to him. But True Life was a bad motherfucker. True Life like took Dipset Chain was flaunted in, in like a Smack DVD. It was a whole bunch of shit. Smack camera up like it was bad. Like True Life was a damn. True Life was terrorizing. True Life was terrorizing the hood. Like this one, <laughs> this one gangster rap. This one gangster rapper was actually gangster because they was actually doing the shit in the records. But anyway, anyway, so he was, so he's like, so he's like bringing up all these times when you done got punked, you done got, you know, you supposed to be this, that, and the third. Cause he, cause on the record, Cameron was talking about, oh, you know, I'm gonna have to kill Mace or some shit. So Mace was like, who, with who, with who brave balls are you gonna kill me with? Basically, like what, you know, he should have called him Kurt. I'm not gonna get into this beef. I'm just, he basically he was like, I'm gonna show you all these examples where you ain't do shit to nobody, so I know you gonna do shit to me. Then he said, "Nigga, are you nigga? Are you in? You dipped on the set. I'm the fucking cough in the swine flu. So, cause you know he used to be. He keep on saying you keep on leaving. You keep on jumping click to click. You was in. You was in dip set. He said you dipped on the set. Are you in? You nigga, are you in? You dipped on the set." Nigga, are you in? Are you in? You dipped on the set. So he's talking about you in, which is him and Vado. That was in the group. Previously, you was in dip set. You dipped on that set. You had Jim Jones crying on the radio. Talking, you you know, the money ain't right in the group. Like you fucking people over. You fucking Jewel. So it's like a lot of bad shit was going on in dip set. Dip set downfall came from bad shit. Just bad, bad shit, shit. So he's bringing that up. He said, I'm the coughing the swine flu. That's like something slime season is always what Vado's talking about. So J J Mace is going deeper than the, than just the superficial rap type shit. About, he didn't say I can kick your ass and nothing like that. He went deeper. He's talking about all the business problems that you just basically fucking up. How you fucked up. You fucked up with Vado. You fucked Dipset up. You fucked Jim Jones up. You fucked up Jewel Santana's. Even though Jewel's are probably never mentioned it, you low key kind of fucked up his solo career. Like you kind of, you can, I don't know. I'm shitting the fuck up. I don't know too much of nothing, so I'm shitting the fuck up. I'm just going to say a lot of shit happened in Dipset. Dipset, Dipset should still be. Dipset should be a bigger group than what they were. And this coming from a person from the South. Like I remember all my up north friends put me on a dipset. I'm like, oh shit, this shit is bumping. Like I like I like this. This is that get crunk, let it drunk. 45 on the waist, right? You notice the movement, right? We in the mood to fight. This is that get crunk, let it drunk. 45 on the waist. Five on the waist. I like you as a tenor. Oh boy. 
are the girl see him. Look at his kicks, look at his cars, and all his shakes. Look, mommy, I'm so good. Rapper, so good. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> everything was mommy. Mommy and B. Yo, mommy, B. Yo, so I like, so I like, so I like Cameron, and I like Dipset. I remember they did that song. They did that song, Crown Me, with T.I. Oh, that was, that put me over the top. You got his down south nigga to get on that shit. Oh man, that's how I, that's how I knew Ti was like one of the great rappers because he was able to get on there and rap just like them. I'm about to share it because that shit was amazing. So I like Cameron, but when facts are fa- well, facts are facts, right? Facts are facts. So, but my favorite part of the record is you go, you go out rap who? I'm your I'm your prime times too. I I just I, just, I had to I had to I just I had to pause the track. That's disrespectful. You told this man. Okay, I'm dissing you in these raps, but who you you going but you gonna come on and out rap who? I'm your prime times two, and the reason why that hurts the reason why that probably the reason why that will hurt a little with Cam is because Cam had the better career, but you remember at the height of Mace's career he gave it up for the Lord. We clowned him because Cameron. We'll get to that in a minute. We so he gave his career up for the Lord. So it's kind of like if he would have still been rapping because. At the end of the day, all bullshit aside, Mace can rap. Like if all this shit I'm quoting from this, this, this some the wordplay on this shit is lethal injection type shit. So Cam can, I mean, Mace can rap. Cam and Mace, Cam and Mace can rap. So, but Mace can rap, but Mace chose to like go another route for whatever reason. I don't know, you know. So for whatever reason, so Mace can always race. Mace is always a rapper. So it's like you can't call his raps garbage. So when he said. You gonna out rap who? I'm your prime times two. Like even even if it's not even 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 if he can't out rap him, it's still it's still a debate. Like it's still even if you don't believe it, it's still a debate to be had. You can't say Mace is trash. So that's like a low key that's like a low key iron bar to your chest. Like yo, you gonna out rap who? I'm your prime times two. So then Cameron. Oh, and also Mace said that like. Mace, Mace inadvertently diss Mace inadvertently diss this Biggie when he said I fucked the hottest I, I fucked the hottest dude bitch in the game at the time when he was before he was signed or whatever so he fu- I guess he's applying that he fucked Faith Evans so he inadvertently diss Biggie so that was really weird but then Cameron to Cameron's credit Cameron came right back with Dinner Time but Dinner Time is mixed so damn bad that it's hard to make out what's going on in it but he did have he had a, he had a couple lines in it he, he when he said <clears throat> you know I'm I'm petty I'm ready for war I ain't got a sister only sister I fucked was yours that was like clever it was like hi hi okay cool but my favorite part because both of them like Dinner Time is bad cause it's mixed bad and it's just bad cause it's bad but he, but again, but camera again, camera can still rap. We said, did he? Fu-? He said, did he fucked you? We seen it with binoculars. Then you went to fifty, and fifty will figure popping you. It was like most pussy popping. Like then he goes, and then 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 he hits him with the you forty you forty two still try, still you forty two you forty two still talking about ain't no one stopping you. <laughs> you know my deals, lick a movie and flashy kicks. You talking about deals? Your last deal was 96. You know how Cameron rap. So that was like, oh shit, damn. So it was like Cameron came with some facts too, but his was not as good because his was kind of like some, oh, it was like, it was like some macho libre type shit. Like it was some macho libre and rap type shit. Then he gonna throw Sugar J in there. He talks some, listen to Sugar J. He gonna steal you wrong. La la took his, I mean, Mello took la la. 
<laughs> and Meek Mill took his baby mom's. Now, Sugar J, I had, I had to research this one because I'm not really per- that up on Sugar J because I'm not from Harlem again. So, apparently, Sugar J dated Lala. And Lala was cheating on Sugar J with Carmelo. Sugar J found out and he spit. He broke, you know, they broke up and he spit. And he like spat on Lala or whatever. So, Melo found out about it and rightfully so beat his fucking ass. Now, I don't know nothing about Sugar J's wife or whatever, or baby mama. Her name is like Nessa Colt, Columbia. She seemed to be like Meat Mill's girlfriend or brief girlfriend, whatever. Anyway, this Sugar J dude just minding his business. He not already got his ass beat for spending on Lala back in the day. So he just minding his business. Then he gets th- he gets tossed into all his business, tossed in the song. But I don't know. That was just a peculiar thing. I do believe that Cameron has to make another disc because that disc, that disc was weak. Sorry, Miss Ho Killer. Sorry, Neat. Sorry, that shit was bad. Like, that shit was bad. And then you could tell it's bad because his most hard-hitting point that he felt was hard-hitting, he kept on re- reiterating it. He kept on saying, oh, remember I came to your house when you was living with Puff? Did you, mind you, you throwing Puff on the... Mind, mind you, you taking a shot at Puff. Remember when I came to your house and you, when you was living with Puff and I went to use the bathroom and it was a dildo in the bathroom on the sink? He said that shit like two times, and like doing the song, and then after the song, I'm like, man, personally, whatever. I don't, if what, like that, like okay, like okay, so you're trying to say he like getting fucked, he like fuck, so he's fucking himself in the ass with the dildo. Who gives a fuck? Like, 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 but then again, he's like two Harlem Marshall Libre type niggas, so you know that's that's like that's like some weird shit like, you know there's like there's like some shit, some shit. I don't know what whatever you like to do with your sex life is what you like to do. I don't give a fuck. Which which <laughs> which I don't I don't give a fuck. I was about I was about to say something. I was about to say I was about to say what was it? I don't know. I was trying to whatever that that they came it did come and go like oh okay like okay so you trying to say so you trying to say that puff and um puff and puff and mace fucking each other or mace fucking itself. It, That'd be fun. I don't know what the hell. I guess he was trying to apply that one of them was using an asshole. But it's like if they're two dudes with dicks, when they couldn't they just save money and fuck each other? I don't know. Whatever. Either way it go. It's like even if he was, he, even if he was, that mean you got beat by a dude that does that. So laugh. So take that. Anyway, we're gonna do some. We're gonna do. We're gonna do an Ackermel. Then we're gonna get the hell up out of here because I know y'all tired of me talking. Let's see. I'm gonna say the good. I'm gonna say the the super. We have a super fire one. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for next. I'm gonna save it for next week. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. Nah, nah. I'm gonna save it for next. We gonna save it. We gonna no. Actually, fuck that. We gonna do this super hot fire one just for y'all because we went here net last week. I'm gonna do this super. I, I'm, I know y'all hear that clicking. I'm sorry. It's me trying to use the computer. I'm gonna do this super hot fire one. No, nah, no, nah, fuck that. We gonna go back to the camera thing. The funny thing about the camera thing is if you try to go, oh, you're gay. Ooh, like first of all, it's nothing wrong with being gay. Secondly, you if you so you're saying you perceive it to be something wrong. So that means. He's lesser of a man. So they mean the lesser of to you he's lesser of a man or some shit. So they mean that lesser of a man still outbeat still beats you in your sport that you feel that only men can compete in on that level. So that makes you so that makes you even double trash if that's the way you want to go about it, which is the which is really which is always really fun to me. It's like, oh, like because they're because they're like men, that means they're not capable of doing certain things. Like they just they just mean they're like men. So like it's like but anyway. Killer gotta come with another one. Cause killer can, killer who? 
Killer Gang, Hustler, Garanda, Gorilla Troop. I love, I like Killer Can raps. I think Killer, I, I think he's fully capable of doing more than that because we need more. We need more Killer because that was no Killer. That was no Killer. That was no Killer. That was, that was, that was horrible. Like if your only point is to build on the sink and you kept on driving at home, that's, that's horrible. I didn't fuck. Denise, I fucked your sister. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure your sister has sex. Nick, he said you fuck, he said you fucked your own sister, bruh. You talking about you fucked his sister. His sister's a woman. So, okay. Like, what, what's so shocking about that? You fucked his sister. Like, even if you did fuck his sister, maybe his sister found you attractive. I don't know. His shit was whack. This didn't say his shit was whack. Cause I fucked your sister. Okay. Maybe she was, maybe she was interested in having sex with you. And then I had sex. That's what humans that are attracted to each other do. That's what I would say if I was based. Like, nigga, you whack for that. But anyway, come, come harder, Cameron. Cameron got a new shoe out too with Rebop the, D is the DMX 10 or some shit like that. Harlem Knight, Harlem Knight's DMX 10. Go get that. But yeah, they get to the Aquamel. It's good. Y'all ready? Gotta hit the good Awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the Aquamel. If you would like to send in a question or you need some advice or if you're camera and you would like to come on this show and explain to me why your this song wasn't whack because we would love to have you, then feel free to email me at jvars at planetothersandcorn.com that is J-A-V R-I-S at planetothersandcorn S-A-N Q-U-O-N dot com or email Lady Godiva that is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com that is G-H-A-D-I-R at wordsbyladyg.com so let's see what we have Whew. the title is Had Sex With My Wife my girlfriend says I cheated on her <laughs> from divorced boyfriend. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I read that right. Had sex with my wife. My girlfriend said I cheated on her from divorced boyfriend. A few months ago, I told my wife that I have gotten involved with a coworker. No sex, though. During the two months that that my wife and I went back and forth several times on reconsoling and separation, during which we would ha- sometimes have sex, we also still developed the relationship with my coworker. Still, no sex. During one particular week, the following overlapped in this order. I told my wife indefinitely that I want to divorce. I had sex with my coworker. My coworker expressed that we are far too deep into this relationship. I was about to start singing division. I fought that feeling that we're far too deep into this relationship that she would be hurt if I had sex with somebody else. I had sex with my wife. Mind you, you talking about one week. My coworker somehow suspected I had sex with my wife and called me out on it. And it hurt enough. <laughs> It was hurt enough to want to put it into our relationship. I've since stopped having sex with my wife. Okay, that week was a few months ago. Since then, things have ended completely with my wife a bit. Still getting divorced, but my relationship there is reasonably acceptable. Also still dating a co-worker, but she still occasionally asks me if I'm having sex with my wife. It seems ridiculous to me that she would be mad at me for having sex with my wife, but she considers it cheating and I can't tell her, no, you're not allowed to get hurt for this. My question is, am I wrong? Wait, what? I'm going to read this timeline to y'all again. During one particular week, the following overlap happened in this order. I told my wife that I wanted a divorce. I had sex with my coworker. 
My coworker expressed that we're far too deep into our relationship that she would be hurt if I had sex with someone else. I had sex with my wife. <laughs> like, bruh, you you need to you do you really want to get a divorce, man? Cause it seems like you don't want it seems like you want to get a divorce off the sake of saying you get in a divorce so that you can be able to screw your wife. I mean you can have sex with your wife and the coworker. Because if your coworker just said to you, Hey, we're in this relationship. I'm already taking, she already taking a risk with being with somebody who's not even actually fully divorced yet. So you're in the, you're going through this, the stages of getting divorced. So she's like, Hey, don't have sex with anybody else because we're, I feel like she, she comes to you. She says we're far too deep into this relationship. She lets you know. And then you still have sex with your wife. You're trash, man. But you need to figure out who you want. Do you want your wife or do you want your coworker? Because if you, you need to figure out which one you want or just be alone till you get, cause in the meantime, you're fucking up, you're fucking up your wife and you're fucking up the coworker. Cause the coworker thinks is that you're, you're developing to something more. Your wife thinks that the, the marriage can be saved because you keep on putting your dick in her. So you need to figure out what you're doing and solve that problem because Lord knows have mercy. That that shit's not going to end well if you keep on trying to juggle two women. This is not the scissor song. You cannot have one just for the weekend. At least you go. At least I go. <clears throat> I love how on the scissor song, scissor is so, scissor, scissor just know she the one that gets them on the weekend. Like, you take Wednesday, Thursday. I just keep them Friday. Then she goes, I just keep them satisfied on the weekend. So scissor, like, I get, you get them during the week while he at work. I'm gonna get him on the weekend when he all free and shit. But so, but yeah. So yeah. Figure your shit out, man, because you cannot be out here trying to juggle two women for the sake of juggling two women. You need to figure out which one you want because you can't have both. No, that's not how. They, cause they clearly ain't into it. I know there's a lot of people in life, you know, there's some people in life that are into that, but they don't seem like they into that. So you should definitely <clears throat> go handle that before you can get that fixed. More power to you. And I would like to thank everybody for checking out this episode of the Aqua Minority. Be sure to follow us on all social media. That is Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, wherever else, Black Planet, wherever else you consume your social media, Twitter, all that other stuff, man. Be sure to use the hashtag, the Aqua Minority, Aqua Minority Misfits. Y'all can tell this man, y'all can get this man some advice, whatever you want to do. I'm going to see y'all next week. Make sure you send your well wishes to Lady Godiva because like I said, she is sick. She cannot make it this evening, but you know she here in spirit and you know she love y'all. And oh, by the way, it's Crystal's hot sauce all day. Go check out, go check out, go check out Instagram. See what Drake posted for you can understand that what I just said. But yo, go vote. Everybody go vote and tell me which Chris, what y'all, what hot sauce y'all favorite hot sauce. Let's get it in the comment section on Instagram. We're going to share all responses next week. This is so goddamn ghetto. We're going to share all responses next week. But it's Christmas hot sauce all day. Let's go. Have a good evening.